So the question is, how does one create, build, and protect and multiply your wealth in a global interconnected economy where change is happening rapidly and constantly and financial markets are rigged to benefit financial institutions and enrich corporate insiders? I've made it my mission to uncover how you can create, protect, and multiply your wealth in any economy and have interviewed the top investors and wealth experts for over three years. I share what I've learned from them and continue to learn on my journey. I'm MC Lobsher and this is Cashflow Investing Secrets. Hello everyone, MC Lobsher here and thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Cashflow Investing Secrets podcast. This is the show where cash is not king, cash flow is king. In today's episode, we're going to look at what an accredited investor is and how you can become one. So what is an accredited investor? In the United States, to be considered an accredited investor, one must have a net worth of at least $1 million, $1 million, excluding the value of one's primary residence or have income at least of $200,000 each year for the last two years. It's $300,000 of combined household income for married folks and have the expectation to make the same amount this year. The term accredited investor is defined in Rule 501 of Regulation D of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. So that is what it means to be an accredited investor or to achieve the status of accredited investor. Um, you've and, and you've probably heard this term thrown around quite a bit in investment circles that certain opportunities are only available to accredited investors. So that's what that means. So a couple of thoughts here. Um, this accredited investor status, by the way, has been sold to the public uh, as something to protect them um, from putting their money in very risky investments um, and that they don't understand, right? This is but what's been told to people. They're all, you know, you're not a credit investor, and um, uh, you have to become a credit investor and to be able to invest in this because uh, these investments are just too risky for the general public to invest in, which is an uh, just a complete load of nonsense. Um, my opinion is that this was designed to protect Wall Street. Wall Street does not like competition uh, at all. And if you do a quick Google search, one of the first things that came up when I just typed in amount of money in qualified retirement plans is that in 2018, in the third quarter, uh, there was over $28 trillion, with a T, dollars, just in qualified retirement plans. And that was in 2018, the third quarter. The markets are even higher right now, so there's... Um, there's even more in there right now. So they don't like competition. Imagine all of the people that have their money in Wall Street right now. And by the way, it didn't even count uh, the money that is just in brokerage accounts, right? Invested in equities. But imagine all of those folks had other opportunities uh, to take their money to invest it in, right? There'd be too much competition for them. So accredited investor status protects Wall Street in that manner. Um, 
the and Wall Street's business model also is very very simple. If you think about it, you know they want your money. They want it on a regular basis. Uh, hey, how about every every other week, right? Uh, we'll just even take it straight out of your paycheck, right? Uh, they want to hold on to it for as long as possible. How about thirty to forty years? And when they give your money back, they want to give back as little as possible. If you think of every single product that's been designed by Wall Street, um, it has those four characteristics. So anyway, they don't like competition. That's the first comment that I would make. The second comment, something that really caught my eye, was that um, the $1 million of net worth right, um, that you should have as an accredited investor excludes your the value of your primary residence, Right? Very, very interesting stuff. So what do most people do that gets them stuck in the rat race? They buy a big house, which if you think about it in the game of money, does not even count towards your um to yeah, towards your status as becoming a an accredited investor. So that's another thing that I that I quickly just um that comes to mind just looking at the looking at what it means to be a credit investor. And then the third portion of that is um, if you've ever played the game uh, Cash Flow. Um, and Cash Flow is a board game that was created by Robert and Kim Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki is the best selling author of the best selling personal finance book of all time called Rich Dad Poor Dad. And they created a game for folks watching this on your favorite platform. I'm holding up the Cash Flow board game right now if you're listening to it. Um, but anyway, they created a game, and on the board, in the middle of the board, there's a little circle. It looks like a little hamster wheel, and that's called the rat race, and that's where every player in the game starts. And the objective of the of the game is to um, to get out of the rat race, which then takes you to the fast track, which is this track around the board where you get to invest in bigger, better deals with great operators, with great cash flow and great tax incentives, right? That's the objective of the game. Now, in real life, it's exactly the same where we all start, well, most of us, right, start in the rat race, and the objective is to get out of the rat race, become an accredited investor, and then invest in bigger, better deals with better operators, with great cash flow and great tax incentives. So it, it, it truly reflects the real economic reality that we, that we live in. So a couple of questions to ponder. If the goal then is to get out of the rat race and get onto the fast track, become an accredited investor, what behaviors can we modify or adjust? And what, what, what can we do to live intentionally, uh, to progress towards that goal of becoming an accredited investor? And, most of the things that we do is actually uh, counterproductive. I've mentioned buying a house, right? Why would you go and buy a primary residence if you're starting out, if it doesn't count towards becoming an accredited investor? You would be better positioned uh, to, and, and you would be more, I would say, on track towards your goal of becoming an accredited investor if you take the money that you would just put in your primary residence um, and start off by purchasing an investment property. Right, because that would actually count towards your net worth um, in the process of becoming an accredited investor. Right, so 
Just think about that. Think what behaviors could you modify? What financial decisions have you made that actually uh, took you off the track that you should be on, on of becoming an accredited investor, getting out of the rat race so that you can invest in deals that are only open to accredited investors that are bigger, have better operators, greater cash flow, and also have great tax benefits. So those are just some thoughts. So how do you become an accredited investor? Well, the first, the quickest way to do it is through income, right? Because it only takes two years, two years of making over 200 grand a year. Um, and then in the third year, obviously you have to be on track or believe that you can make the same amount of money. So look, Sit down, take some time to yourself, look at your current situation. If you're working in your current job, uh, is there the ability to uh, generate more income in the position that you're currently at? Is there a ceiling? Uh, is there opportunity? And then make a decision. Is there uh, an opportunity or possibly could you start a side hustle, right? Could you start something on the side that could eventually grow and the income from the side hustle could contribute to that, right? And it's the same thing if you're married, same same exercise. Sit down, look uh, at both of your jobs, and then maybe you start a business. Both of you start a little business on the side, and that income can contribute towards uh, your accredited investor designation status. So $200,000 per year for a single person, $300,000 per year for married folks. You have to do that two years in a row to qualify. So that's the quickest way to do it. The second way to do that, obviously, is through net worth. Um, so live intentionally, make decisions uh, that is aligned with your goal of becoming an accredited investor. Instead of buying a big house and just living it by yourself, that doesn't count towards your uh, net worth as an accredited investor. Look at investment properties. Maybe buy a small multifamily, right? Maybe you start with turnkey. There's folks in our network that uh, they started with turnkey properties, added a couple of them, and they became accredited investors that way. Um, so I hope this uh, this was some food for thought um, and just brought some clarity of what an accredited investor is and how you can become one. Thank you so much for spending your most valuable resource, your time with me. Check out all of uh, the podcasts and uh, blogs and videos at CashflowNinja.com. Until next time, live your freedom, live your legacy today on your own terms. If you are interested in learning more about cash flow investing, I have compiled the 21 best cash flow investing strategies I have come across studying millionaires and billionaires for two decades and interviewing over 500 successful investors and wealth experts. You can grab the 21 cash flow investing strategy secrets at 21cashflowinvestingsecrets.com. That's 21, the number, cashflowinvestingsecrets.com.